You're listening to your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast with David and Kang. Stop your standing around. Better pass the damn ball. In your bed shed, creating problems in town. John Wall, John Wall, we're gonna trade you, John Wall. We're gonna trade you. If you're drinking, better think if you're awake now, else you'll wind up like mellow. John John Walsh, we're gonna trade you, John Walsh, we're gonna trade you. This is like an 80s classic. Okay, I wasn't born in the 80s. This is like a standard. It's ska. Huh? It's ska. It's like sort of a ska. Yeah, ska. S-K-A. Well, I think your taste in music is probably more eclectic than mine. Hello, listeners. It's us, your friends, David and Kane. Ska. Tweet at us at yourfpfp. And Scotty Brooks, tweet us. I'll be very happy to send you a copy of this song. Are we following him? No, I don't Scott know. Brooks? I don't. Does he have a Twitter? I must follow him. I'm yeah. gonna like send him this song. He probably has like um, yeah. what do you call those? Like a ghost account. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. So he like can undermine yeah. John Wall and <laughs> like, oh, these guys are trash. Hey, what do you think is? Uh, what, what do you think are the chance that if we send him this song, he'll play it during practice? <laughs> um, zero. Zero. Less than zero. Wall, are you sure? Um, yeah. We're gonna trade you. His contract is guaranteed, so oh man, no, nothing should. Yeah. I'm a little, now I think about it more and more. Like, I, I like the fact that their contracts are guaranteed, but it kind of makes them, it can lead to a little bit of um, complacency. Did you ever have mixed feelings about guaranteed contracts? Okay, put it this way: like you know, we like to, or at least I like to poke fun at some of these players. But honestly, like. Why would you blame the players for getting a huge contract? No, no, I'm not right. blaming the yeah. players for getting a huge contract. It, it kind of disheartens me when I see a player like John Wall, who's going to get whose supermax contract hasn't even kicked in yet, and he's already <laughs> eating himself, to play poorly, and yeah. yeah, like you said, eating himself out of the league. <laughs> he's going to be a power forward <laughs> by the end of his contract. <laughs> Sorry, I think a, little, a little bit disrespectful. Should we mention that last week we um, wished everyone a great Thanksgiving? Yeah. And it, but it wasn't Thanksgiving. It wasn't Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird that you'd like. I thought <laughs> you didn't say anything when I was announcing. Well, it. I thought the time that the yeah. podcast will be, re- the episode would be released, yeah. that's when Thanksgiving will be. Yeah. But no. I did think it was a bit early. Yeah. But I wasn't exactly sure when Thanksgiving was. I was under the impression. You being North American, yeah. of being from, from North America, I felt. Uh, I was a week early. More, you were yeah. a week early. So this would have been the perfect week to. This was probably to, a better uh, wish week. Happy, happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, listeners, happy uh, Thanksgiving. And um, again, 
Can I um also yeah. just another potential uh, pitfall in our marketing okay. prowess yeah. or power or whatever? Uh-huh. So when I tell people like the podcast name, yeah. so like your favorite podcast is very podcast, yeah. they type it in. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so someone was doing it yesterday and they typed it without spaces. I'm like, all right, you need to put spaces in. And then he They tried like, to type your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast without a space. Yeah. Identify this person. <laughs> anyway. So then he put spaces in, but he didn't spell podcasters with the apostrophe. Oh. Okay. And I think the apostrophe is right. a little bit like yeah. a little bit of uh, a little bit tricky because you have to like yeah. um, press the symbol button yeah. and then to get the apostrophe and then kind of go back into the into the QWERTY keyboard kind of thing. Clearly, we did not really think about what we were doing before we did it. <laughs> oh, too late now. Okay, let's start with the wizards. Can I just go on a, like, a little monologue for like five minutes? Okay. Something I've been thinking about. Oh, boy. In regards... Five, no, no, no. Five no. minutes. Okay. I'll just say five minutes. Okay. This is just this, regarding... This, this could be longer. <laughs> this could be longer. Well, I want to get Much your thoughts, longer. but this is regarding dynasties, okay. and I think, you'll, I think you will agree with me. What's this regarding? Uh, dynasties? dynasties. Dynasties. Okay. Dynasties. How do you pronounce it? What's the proper way of pronouncing it here? Well, it's not proper. Oh, in Australia. Yeah. Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. Okay. Dynasty. Let's talk about this. Your five-minute thought here. <laughs> I'm very alarmed. Have you shared this thought before? No, this is something that, like, while we're talking about, uh, just kind of occurred to me. Okay. So, obviously, like, we know that OKC had uh, the jackpot of uh, draft picks consecutively when they drafted K- uh, KD, then Russell Westbrook, and then Harden, I think in three consecutive years, or if within four years or so, they drafted those three guys. We now know all three guys became MVP players. Uh, if this team stuck together, they would have been like the Warriors, basically, I think. Like, can you imagine Harden and Westbrook and Durant three together MVPs. in the prime? In the prime? Yeah. Three MVPs? I think, that, I think that is a better team than the Warriors are. Especially because the Warriors won't have KD. And don't forget, they had Ibaka as well. And Ibaka... And I think Adams too, maybe. Possibly Adams, like, in a, in a rookie contract, you know? So anyway, so, um, or they had other players, like, but I can't remember. They had all sorts of They had lots players. of good players that would really, um, I mean, anyway, they had three superstars, and they, if they decided to pay Harden, this really would have been a totally different alternate uh, reality we Literally, be I think in. it was something like the tune of a couple million dollars. Like four something million crazy, dollars. like something two that, million dollars. But if you knew you were going, I mean, obviously in hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty. But like, if you knew Harden was going to be this good, you would pay anything to have him, right? Like Harden's worth, you know, twenty first round picks, right? Like having a having a player like Harden's. I, worth, I'm not even going to say. I'm not going to give them the benefit of hindsight is twenty twenty. To save a couple <laughs> of million dollars to break that chemistry is insanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're a cheap ass organization, which they are, or second tier organization. Which they are. Which they are. Which they are. OKC. That's right. Anyway, they had a uh, they had a dynasty in the making in the palm of their hand, and they broke it up to what like you were saying, just like tune a couple of million dollars, which is nothing to an owner. The Philadelphia Sixers also tried to build a dynasty in a different way, kind of similar in terms of like you know losing a lot of games, but in a much longer time span, where they drafted you know um, they had first round picks up to first round picks. You know, we talked about we talked about the, the success of the the you know the fruit of the process, which includes Ben Simmons, Joy, Embiid. But can we talk about a bit of the disasters of 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 the process? And there includes, are many. Uh, Okafor, I forgot his first name. Jalil, Jalil Okafor, Michael Carter Williams, of Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz recently, and we we kind of look at the Warriors and we think like, oh, they're so lucky, and it's because they are. Like, can you? 
Do they draft uh, Nolan's Noel? Nolan, yeah, Nolan's Noel as well, who was, I think, a fourth overall pick. He was, he was top ten. That's top for ten sure. for sure. Um, and, you know, I, has, he's that best a productive you know, player in the NBA. But my point is, having all these high you know, lottery picks guarantees nothing. And when it comes to dynasties, it's, 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 it's like so few and far between, you know, in terms of getting players that can actually make you a team to last a decade. And the Warriors lucked out. They drafted Clay, you know, you know, towards the end of the lottery. They drafted Draymond in the second round. They got Steph, <laughs> Steph at a seventh overall pick. And I don't think, I'll, like, if I remind you, the two players that got picked before him were both by the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the Wolves picked Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn. Two consecutive, I like I like two Ricky. consecutive point guards before Steph Curry. I like Ricky. And then Steph was in, and we, we talked about this last week, but, but you know now we talk about egos getting in the way with the Warriors, and it kind of it's like it's yeah, just, it's, it just kind of highlights deja vu. But what I'm trying to say is it highlights how hard it is to build dynasties, and if these players could just step back and recognize what they have is an incredibly rare moment. It's something that only. I would say at best six teams in the history of the NBA have ever really kind of uh, you know accomplished. And I had this you know I had it on the run sheet um, uh, who was the dynasty of the OOS because you could say it was the Lakers or the Spurs, but you know who you know or both they're of both them. they both of them. But you know are they the true like the Chicago Bulls were definitely the dynasty of the nineties. Yeah. You had um you know the Celtics are definitely the dynasty of the sixties. I'm probably missing a team here. The Lakers were obviously, you know, Showtime, Showtime Lakers in the '80s. Those were like bona fide dynasty teams. The Warriors could literally be the dynasty team of the of 2010s. Yeah. Um, because they've only won, in the grand scheme of things, three championships. If they if they won, that's a fourth, which is good. But this we're not, you know, now we're reaching 2020, and you know, it, it's also temp- temporary, and it will just kind of get left behind because the Spurs also won, you know, three championships in the span of five years as well. But they're not kind of looked upon as a team kind of like the Bulls or anything. You know, it's a different it doesn't type have of a history. Dyna- it's a different type of dynasty. They were it totally is. Yeah. They never won consecutive years in a row. Yeah. Which is true. So if they get a three peat, it's something that's so rare and maybe they just say, Yep, yeah, we got a three peat. Let's let let's, you know, get our money elsewhere kind of thing. But you know, I think they have a chance to, you know, get a four peat, five peat, six peat. Something that it would be so rare and really would kind of cement the status as one of the best teams of all time. So that's my little diatribe. What do you think? Well, it, it reminds me of what something that Dwayne Wade said. You're you're saying, you know, when you have a moment like this, an opportunity like this, yeah. you, you need to just be all in and take it. You need it. to go all in and you need to embrace that opportunity. You can't be selfish. You can't let, you know, little, you know, things kind of get in your way because they're just little things that is preventing you from greatness, like ultimate greatness. You know, for someone like Draymond, he tasted winning so early. He won the championship in his third season, Draymond. Dwayne Wade also won in his third season, oh, yeah, right? Okay. And I remember uh, in an interview, Dwayne Wade saying something to the effect of, you know, when I won that uh, first championship, I thought I'd be here, like, back mm, here again and I again remember, and again, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Six years later, he won it again. Yeah. But we have to be, remember, before that, they had to go through a rebuilding process. Yeah. And during that that rebuilding phase, the the thought of a championship was just so distant. It's so distant. So you know, someone like Draymond, who's tasted so much success so quickly and so early in his sort of time in the NBA, I think that that does impact his thinking in a way that 
perhaps like a Dirk. It's, it's different. Dirk played, what, 15 years before he won anything, right? There's only one champion, and that's, that's what really matters. Yeah. No and one's, like, keeping track of who comes, like, second or third place. No. Well, third place. <laughs> Who's third place in What's this third place? I don't know. Who's third place? Are we Does they get a medal? Can you imagine, like, yeah. kind of like how they have the World Cup, the third place match? Yeah, yeah surely we can give Melo a third That'll place That would be kind medal. of fun, actually. What yeah. do you think the odds, the, what do you think the incentive will be for a third place matchup? Oh, incentive. Yeah. Like a Titan <laughs> Stokes <laughs> teammate award. Like just one game. Maybe like so the, the two teams that lost the conference finals, they well, will verse each other. I, I think they should there should only be one winner. I, there there shouldn't be like second place and third place. Well there is kind of a second place automatically because of the finals. Yeah, but I'm saying like that shouldn't even be a okay. thing. Like, so everyone loses everyone except loses. there's only one winner. There's only one winner. Everyone else is second place. Because there was a um I think in NFL there's like this funny because um you know in the NBA there's a lottery, so it, it kind of makes it so it kind of forces teams to uh not just tank. Yeah. It kind of gives them a, like it, it means like even if you had a bad season doesn't necessarily mean you'll get the first overall pick. Right. In the NFL, there's none of that. Like, if you get the lowest, if you have the lowest amount of wins, you get the first overall pick. Like, you should not award uh, teams for losing or for doing terrible. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. Or well, how do you, how would the bad teams get better? It's up to them. I don't know how they're getting better. They don't get, if you were sucking in your job, would you, would you get, like, special incentives versus your other colleagues? If you can't win, then maybe we need to move the uh, your franchise to elsewhere. Well, I think that's the case in like Europe. Once again, you don't follow soccer, but like in in soccer, if your team uh, fails badly, you get relegated to a, like a lower division. Yeah, exactly. But in the NFL, and NBA, there aren't like the like you go, a team. You go, the, the you go the into Phoenix the New Sun, Jersey the Nets Phoenix Suns aren't going to the D League. Yeah, well, and they then, should. Huh? They should. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, we'll take Booker, put Booker in L.A. I think that would be interesting. That would really um, prevent teams from tanking, though, for sure. Like, seriously, where else would you, where, where else in society do you reward uh, people for, like, doing a shitting job, right? You have a, still a draft lottery, but then it'll be just totally random. You know, you don't get advantage for being a, a terrible team. And yeah. if you consistently are terrible, then you're, maybe this team should not be under this ownership or in this city. Anyway, we're... we're Semi-variables. Yeah, we've went way, way, way off track and looking at the run sheet, we have covered none of our topics. <laughs> Do we actually talk about the Wizards? We didn't really talk about the nah, Wizards. Fuck okay, fuck them. I'm done. Like, I was going to say, I wrote in my, on my own personal notes that I'm sick of talking about the Wizards and the Sixers. John Wall We're gonna trade you and Okay, so this is probably the only kind of major news of the week. And I don't know if you watched any Thanksgiving football games, but one of the touchdowns, like their last celebrations in the NFL, one of the celebrations was Michael Fultz's free throw form, like oh, no. like doing the like no. the tossing, the Who tossing the uh, one of the like wide receivers in the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Well, now apparently, uh, you know, shortly after he unle- like uh, he's um shown his new free throw form. He's uh, now taking a leave of absence from the organization. Yeah. He's gone from the team because uh, of an apparent, uh, apparently he has a wrist injury and he's seeking uh, external medical advice. Yeah. Which is so, really, to me, just, it's a big signal that he's he wants out. He wants out. He doesn't want to play for the Sixers I'm anymore. really surprised. It's already, it's already apparent that his, his, his psyche and his, his, his mindset, something broken there. it's too fragile 
and he, I don't think it could ever be repaired in Philadelphia. Right. Like exactly. the organization has um, poured the resources and, you know, the coaches and players and teammates have done everything they can do to help develop him to the player, at least to what he was in Washington. Yeah. I mean, he should be better than what he was when he was a 19-year-old, right? Um, yeah. But maybe they know something that we don't. I mean, yeah, even exactly. two years ago, you know, they were le- not leaking, but, you know, there's videos of them trying all sorts of weird things with boats, like lying down doing the free throws oh, yeah, and like on right. chairs yeah, doing yeah, the free yeah, throws. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately that leaked and there's a bit of controversy there. But clearly, like behind the scenes, they probably know a bit more, right? Yeah, of course. This guy they is... know more than any other team. Yeah. They have yeah. the most intel for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's happening and I don't think anyone does outside of yeah. Philadelphia. Maybe Woj knows something. Yeah, Woj. Tweet us. Tweet us. Tweet us. We won't, we'll keep it a secret. <laughs> Tweet us. No one listens to us anyway. No. Hey, <laughs> don't say that. Woj. It's just between you and us. <laughs> You're FPFP. <laughs> Speaking of other uh, high draft pick busts, how about D'Angelo Russo? I had to bring it up. I'm Come sorry. He scored, he scored two points today. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. You, you didn't watch the game? It was at 4 a.m. Oh okay. Yeah. What do you mean? You like you wake up every? Don't you wake up every week to watch that's NFL, the NFL? Um, but I, I just kind of stopped doing that now. Okay, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, he scored five points. Right? Well, another example of you know number two pick only a couple of, from a couple of years ago and really hasn't. I mean, what, what are they going to do with this guy? Is he, he's not a franchise player? I think he is. Uh, apart from today's performance, I think. Um, I think there is a chance that he's he, doing well. He still has a chance to be re-signed by the Nets. Hopefully, I mean, I would ideally, as a Nets fan, not want him to be re-signed as a like max contract. Yeah, it's three years. This is third year in the league, yeah, this right? Is third year in the league, yeah. Oh, fourth, third year, yeah. Yeah. Third year. So at some point, you sort of I, are I, what you are. Yeah, no, I agree. I I do agree. I I just I feel like, um, it's hard to say. All right, next, let's do some rapid-fire topics. We're, what, 20 games into the yeah, season now? 20 games. So we're definitely uh, a fourth, a quarter? Of yeah, reached, we reached a quarter pole of the season. Okay. Who's your MVP? Giannis. The Greek freak. The Greek freak. Okay, what's he averaging? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was... uh, more than anything, if you ever watch him play, he's become the most dominant player. Like, one of the most dominant players. Like, he already was last season. He, yeah. reached, he reached that sort of dominance last season. But this season, now that he's kind of developed a shot more, you kind of know when you're a dominant player when teams when players do not even attempt to <laughs> like block your shot, okay. like not even yeah. try to even like take another step towards uh, you know you you know jumping. Yeah. When Giannis is running down the lane, yeah. uh, players flee, defenders <laughs> flee from him. That's how you know that he's like, reached a status yeah. where he's like an unstoppable player. Okay, it, most improved player. So I've said okay. I selected Kemba Walker mostly out of recency bias, but he's the first player in like so many years that has averaged over hundred points in two games. So and that was against the Sixers and the Celtics, two like you know cont- contenders in the East. Okay. Um, I I think he's just a waste of talent on the on the Hornets, and that is please abs- sell that team. That's absolute dis- disrespect to MJ. I mean, surely MJ, who demands excellence, can be self-critical in this instance and say that he is a terrible, terrible owner. Yeah. And yeah. that he's made terrible, terrible draft picks. I mean, I doubt he has that much influence on um, the organization in terms of his operations now. Right. 
I assume. I hope. Okay, I'm I not hope. sure. I'm not sure either. Um, but Kemba Walker is killing it. He he really like his averages might not show it, and that's probably what's gonna discount him from winning MIP. And also he, he's a two time. He's not gonna win. He's a two time also. I know he's not gonna win. Yeah. But uh, he, I think he's taking well, another level to be a franchise player this year. Well, because this award's most improved player, not all star. Yeah. This is a terrible, terrible pick. No, and no. Clearly, that's you have true. done no research. Because I'm just looking at Kemba. He's he was averaging more points last year than he he's this year. Um, I'm just saying, if you put him on a better team, yeah, he, he would he would he would he would be better. Right. Okay. okay. He would show more in the statistics, but right now a lot of it's wasted. I'm saying a lot of his production and and his and his effort is wasted being on this Hornets team. I picked the correct answer here, and which is JaVale McGee. Yeah, he has shown a lot very, of Very, very But impressive. in the past few okay, what's it? So if you look at the stats the last five years, he was getting like less than five points a game, three points a game, six points a game. Uh, this year, Start over off. 13 points a and game. How many rebounds? He, he, blocks, he blocks a lot of shots, I think. Uh, see the block. I feel like he blocks like at least. So when he was playing with the Warriors, less than one block a game, and okay. now this year, two point six blocks. He a game. blocks a lot. I, I feel like when I watch uh, watch highlights of Lakers, he's always blocking yeah. shots. He's not a huge rebounder. Six point six rebounds a game. Yeah, LeBron um, gets a lot of those rebounds. Yeah, but he's also getting one assist, which is like a career best, and uh, also career best in steals as well, which means he's active, right? Yeah, he's improved on the defensive end for sure. And he's become a more dependable offensive threat. Yeah, and like you, you, you were saying a couple of years ago, this is Shaqing the Fool MVP. Mm. So how the fact that he's now he's legit starter on that team. No, no, you're right. That, that, how can you not say that's most improved? You got to give the guy this award. Well, my original MIP uh, when we originally said this was Karis Levert. Oh yeah, of course. And Karis. Now we can't. Yes, we can't. get well. Um, okay, so let's most surprising team right now. Top of your head, don't even look at it. Can you give me two players from the Clippers? Blake Griffin. No, see? Yeah, I know. Yeah, see? They've D'Angelo, or not D'Angelo, DeAndre Jordan. No, see? No. Yeah, they've traded the three all-star players, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, De- DeAndre Jordan, in the past three, in the past two seasons. They've, they've, jettisoned, they've jettisoned the players. They're, That's amazing. The guys that they have kind of, you know, yeah. have banners on, like, you know, a lot of, marketing about those players and you know those guys sold a lot of tickets but now that those guys have gone away it's just doc rivers and austin rivers his his son he traded away his son he doesn't care anymore he just wants to show Fuck. and prove that he's yeah. this team you know we know what they're coming they're 12 and 6 do you know what they're coming to western conference right now as of today yeah do you know what they're coming no. in the western conference the second the that second in the Western Conference. That is Confer- crazy. The second oh in the God. Western Conference. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, so, very, very surprised. And That's amazing. I think you're right. I mean, that obviously coincides with the, the Warriors, um, you know, sl- slide. But, but and, still. Because um, you'll be surprised who the top three teams are. It won't stay like this. The top three teams in the Western Conference right now are the Blazers, yeah. the Clippers, and the Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, gr- yeah. Grizzlies? I'm not Fuck. joking. The Grizzlies. Mike Conley is playing out of his mind right now. Is Charlie Parsons averaging <laughs> double figures? <laughs> No, Mark, okay. Con- Mark, Mark Gasol and, uh, yeah. and Mike Conley are, are playing yeah. out of their mind right now. See, this I, is I didn't know they were, super su- they were playing superstar You know, level. we were talking about John Wall and his performance after a big contract. Mike Conley, they gave him a massive contract. Mm. And then he got injured. And mm. now it's so good to hear that he's now back and playing beyond his contract. 
that's the difference between some of these players. That's why like some players, it's so easy to root for because they don't have to do this. They don't have to put in this work. He's coming back from injury. He can just take a slow cruise, say this is a lost year. No, he's coming back to prove his worth. Yep. John Wall, not so much. Okay, maybe Mike Conley bit... has always been underrated in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Like as a, he's been a tough player, but hasn't really had that acclaim as yeah. being a star player. So finally, we have the most disappointing team, and uh, an easy one for me. This is the Washington Generals, formerly known as the Wizards. Yeah, and I said like I'm sick of talking about the Wizards. Yeah, so we don't have to talk. We and we talked about them previously. It's just a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do whatever Keep you can to get rid of John Wall. On them. Uh, I picked the Suns. I wouldn't go into it too much, but I just think when we see other teams like the Kings and the Clippers and the Grizzlies take the next step with some of their draft picks, um, this is a team that has a star player in Devin Booker. Um, they have a first overall pick in DeAndre Ayton. Uh, they have last year's fourth overall pick in Josh Jackson. Um, just innocuous, just innocuous players that just. I'm surprised you picked the Suns. I mean, they shouldn't be in the up. NBA. Yeah, they should be relegated. They Seriously, should be relegated to like, D-League. Does this team deserve to be to get another like first round pick? Well, they How? should, but they, they haven't they haven't proven that they're able to convert. Except Devin Booker. Devin Booker wasn't even a top, he uh, top, top 10 pick. pick. He wasn't top pick. He was picked um, after D'Angelo. Oh yeah, way off though. I think it was the 10th pick in that draft. Yeah. This team is super disappointing. They're going to finish one of the worst teams this year, right? And we're going to reward them with yeah. top picks. Oh, okay. So you want to see all these great players go to like a crap team? Yeah. How's that making things more competitive? I don't want to yeah. see like, and how many, how many more years as a fan do we have to wait until this team then builds up? Like, also, just talking about good players going to bad teams, there's a chance that the Cavs, you know, if the odds come out in the favor, uh, the Cavs get the number one overall pick, which they would probably use on Zion, which means that now they have another sort of, you know, generational player on the team. And Again, are you saying this is good for the fans? I'm saying there's a chance that, you know, in three years' time when LeBron's uh, contract runs out, okay. little uh, LeBron James Jr. Uh, declares for the NBA draft. Zion has, is, a good, is a good player. He's young. LeBron James Jr. gets drafted. Again, because you know the Cavs have been tanking, and they yeah. get LeBron James Jr. for the you know whatever wherever he's drafted, and then LeBron James Senior interesting <laughs> joins this team again with Zion, um, LeBron James Jr., uh, LeBron James Senior, and Kyle uh, Korver. Kyle Korver, <laughs> like a forty-five-year-old Kyle Korver, still Kyle Korver. shooting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to shoot from half court because he can't make it back like yeah. that quickly. <laughs> yeah, just cherry picking. <laughs> just Doesn't even go for layups. There, he just stays yeah. in a spot. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Kyle Korver position. Yeah. Now we have to get we have to get serious. Now we have to get serious. Oh, I'm hungry. We have to get serious. This is this episode feels more serious than the <laughs> than know, the rape is, episode. This is fuck. The funny thing, the rape episode. <laughs> after the rape episode, it felt so like heavy. You definitely like added some levity to it. Yeah. With post work, but uh, in contrast to the kind of the first two episodes, yeah. we, it was much uh, heavier than the first two the, in terms of content. Because afterwards, I was like, who the fuck wants to listen to this like this show? This is like we're talking about. Rape, and I'm, I was question. I was asking you questions like, um, does that change your impact? That you know, like your play, your the players that you follow are rapists. I think these are important questions, and we won't get into it. We again. won't get into but it. But they were important questions, and I'm yeah. glad that it, you know, the, the four listeners got to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can we talk about listen? Should we talk about listeners? Let's talk about our listenership. So, let me just check. Let's just check our listenership. 
The big announcement from us is that with our previous episode, we have now reached triple digits in total listenership. <laughs> That's not... We've reached a big hundred. We've reached over a hundred now. So shout out to our listeners. We love you, and please keep tweeting at us. It's to celebrate. While, while I get this to celebrate. So in the last episode, we were talking about um, how I have a certain pet peeve towards uh, waiting in lines because I feel that the anticipation of, of getting the food is not worth um, the actual food once I've waited in line. I think I said it more eloquently last time. Yes. And to summarize, Kane is a very angry person. <laughs> and he dislikes waiting in line. Especially when we passed by, we drove past uh, Brook Street Bakery, which yeah. is a very famous uh, cafe in Surrey Hills in yeah. Sydney. And he made some sly comment like, oh, why are these people waiting in line? I don't understand why people wait in line. And then he proceeded to badmouth Brook Street Bakery. Uh, even though I couldn't really actually determine whether he, he actually tried Brook Street Bakery before yeah. or not. I actually also wrote down, um, just in relationship to, in relation to that story, um, one day, you know, have you ever heard of Baskin Robbins, like, free ice cream day? Yeah. It's like uh, on a specific day, but no. I can't remember. Anyway, I know Baskin Robbins, though. Huh? Yeah. I know Baskin. Yeah, so Baskin Robbins, the company, has, like, a free ice cream day, whatever day it is. And uh, one time when I was in uni, I went with my friends uh, to the cinema at Broadway. I don't know if you're familiar with that mm -hmm. cinema. Yep. But does you know how there's a Baskin Robbins? Like, so like I, like I just I, I remember remembered like someone's like oh it's free ice cream day at Baskin Robbins. Like oh cool I'm gonna I'm gonna get get some. And as I was like just like standing in front of the line, unbeknownst to me, there was this huge ass queue that was like from the cinema out into the parking lot. You wow. know, like yeah. literally so like yeah. hundred meters out in the parking yeah. lot. And at first I was thinking like, oh, I just went lying, like I'll just get some, I just get something. It's free ice cream. Like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Who doesn't like ice cream? But then when I realized how long the line is, I was like, why the fuck are people waiting in line like this long yeah. to get ice cream? Like, have you never had ice cream before <laughs> that you will wait in line literally thirty minutes to get wow. a free scoop of ice cream? Would yeah. you wait in line for a scoop of ice cream? Was it free? It was free. I'll probably go get seconds. <laughs> so you wait in line. For no, I'm just kidding. No, no, I wouldn't. Like, it's, it's crazy, and there's a lot of people waiting in line to yeah. get free ice cream. Yeah. Like, it's not worth... I would pay $4, which is the cost of a scoop of ice cream, not to wait in line. Oh, boy. I'm right? Just... Would you? No, I wouldn't. But, yeah, like, people were literally waiting, like, a long yeah. time. Like, because I was there waiting, um, like, just hanging around a little bit yeah. before going to the movies. Yeah. And, like, waiting for some friends. So and wait, while I was so waiting, did you wait I thought... In, I, did you wait in... You didn't wait in line. I didn't wait in line. I went to the front. Yeah. And then I think someone said to me, or maybe I just realized, like, like as I was looking at the flavors, I was like, oh, I'll wait in line. And as, like, I was, like, kind of slowly stepping back, like, each person... I was like, because you know how like it curves, like you yeah. know where there's like an arcade yeah. next to it, yeah, yeah. and then there's a parking lot. As I was like kind of walking out, like I was like, oh, okay, it's, I'm gonna wait here, and I'm oh, no, I'm gonna wait here. I then like it started to dawn on me like this line is huge, yeah. And then as I stepped out of the cinema and looked out, it was like going into the car park, like past the the, yeah. the glass screen doors, yeah. into the parking lot. Yeah, it just boggles my Did mind. Did you judge them? Yeah, like, and I said, I like, who, what, you, have you guys never tried ice cream before? Like, is it so good? Is, <laughs> is, this, is, is that this, what you said to them? Is this Baskin Robbins ice cream so good that you would wait 30 minutes for, what, what, for you, a What you should have done is, like, walked into the supermarket and gone, like, a Baskin Robbins ice cream. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> gone like, to the 7-Eleven and just ate in front of them. <laughs> ate in front of them as you go past the yeah. line. And you go, suck it, bitches! Because <laughs> <laughs> unlike, unlike Baskin Robbins, uh, like, Burke Street always has lines. Like, pretty much every weekend it has a line, right? 
It has, as far as I can tell, it has lines at all hours of the day. How long like, would you say those lines would be? The lines aren't super long. But they do go outside the store, obviously. It's always, well, the store, because it's just... It's, it's a small store. It's just yeah. a small store. It's like a storefront with maybe like only Huge six, inside, six yeah. seats. Yeah. Um, so there's all, it's always, there's always people. And I'm talking about like, you know, two o'clock because I'm working from home um, uh, recently. Yeah. So I was there like in the afternoons and stuff, just walking past. Even in the afternoon, it's busy. Yeah, like on a when random Wednesday uh, at like three o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon. But basically at just random hours, there would be people There's a line, there. yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, so what I have here is uh, a selection of the uh, the typical stuff that you get at Berkshire. I got a croissant here. Oh, nice. And so I bought I've bought just because they serve all sorts of different stuff. But I've I've said to really evaluate the quality of this, you got to go with some of the the classic yeah, simple course. stuff. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have a control. Let me give you a a croissant, and I'm gonna have you describe it, and then okay. have a taste. Describe what this croissant, what the, the, <laughs> the colors, the, the size, the texture in your mouth. It's good. It's creamy. It's like buttery. It's, um, you know, like usually uh, croissants yeah. are yeah. a little bit flaky. Yeah. Like the inside are like really wispy inside. Yeah. This one is quite good because it's really condensed. Okay. Like the bread pots, they're really yeah. condensed and like solid. That's pretty good. Okay. Actually. But I like, like, okay. croissant. Yeah. I, I could go to Woolworths in yeah. a croissant and I'll be like <laughs> the same. Like, what I'm saying is, if I wanted a croissant, I wouldn't go to Berkshire Bakery. Right, right. It's good. It is a good croissant. Okay. I think it's good. That's interesting because that, that wasn't Burke Street. That was, <laughs> that, that was That's discounted. Like, that was discounted Woolies Pastry. I knew you would do this. <laughs> See? This is my point. So I made that point before I had it. Oh. Did you know, though? You didn't know. No, I didn't know. Yeah, but you said it was pretty good. Yeah, I think it tastes fine. Okay, let's try this. I think it's good. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Because it only expired yesterday. Honestly. <laughs> so is this... Okay, this, this is look, Berkshire. This is look fan much fancier. Okay. Okay, describe what's the difference between what you had. Okay. I'll give you another one to compare. Mm. Can you describe what's the difference between the two? Mm. Uh, first of all... Visually, it's 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 it looks much better. It has like icing on it, yeah, and um like almond flakes on it. The Woolworths one is obviously um a lot uh lower form of presentation, would you say? And uh in it, once I once I kind of bit into it and I can see the inside, the Woolies one, the inside, it it's kind of like it's a bit thicker. Mm. Like you know, like you you know donuts. I don't know, sorry, uh, croissants have like it's usually more of a flaky sort of look. Yeah. But this one, it's kind of like solid to get like almost like, uh, like pasta. Mm. Not pasta. Um. It's just like a solid piece of dough kind of thing, right? Because <laughs> like be, it could be because it expired yesterday. <laughs> it's like a solid piece of dough. Well, if I look at the Berk Street Bakery, uh, the Berk Street Bakery one. Yeah. Actually, I would have to say this is not actually. Uh, as good as I expected. It's a bit bready, I feel. Yeah, it's, it's more bready. It doesn't have that like flaky, yeah, like, light airiness of yeah. a croissant. So that's from the, the butter that they use. Mm. There's another really good one that's uh, around the corner. Um, I forgot what the name is. It's a French bakery, but their croissant, almond croissant is really good. It's, oh, okay. all, it's all layers. Okay. Super unhealthy, right? Yeah, 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 of course. But yeah, I like, the, I like the airiness and flakiness of croissants usually, but this mm -hmm. one is more bready. With the outside, the top is crunchy and crispy. The outside is really good, but I think it is a bit bready. Yeah, a bit bready. Mm. 
I'm so, actually disappointed. Let me try both now. So how long did you wait in line for? Okay, to, so to be fair, I didn't go to the one in Burke Street today because oh, I, yeah. I had a haircut, so I went to the one in Balmain. Okay, but it's still uh, called Burke Street. It's bakery. still Burke Street. But it's not the bakery. original Burke Street. It's not the first, the original one. Mm. So this is the Lily's one I'm trying. Mm. Honestly, it's a pretty, pretty good croissant the Woolworths one. The, the sweetness and the taste and the filling inside the croissant of Burke Street Bakery is better. There's more taste. Actually, I think the Berkshire one, again, I don't know if it's this branch. The croissant shouldn't look like this. Yeah, it looks like a bread that one side. looks like a bread, like mm -hmm. looks like a bread roll kind of thing. I guess I wouldn't let this experience deter me, mm -hmm. but it's more the lines than anything. I, I, I'm, I'm sure the food is. I'm sure the food is. Is this something that you would uh, visit and go to? I think I could get this at any cafe. I honestly, okay. I don't know. I don't like. I don't usually go to cafes and seek baked baked goods. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this isn't something that I couldn't have at other, ca at other cafes mm. or brunch spots or something. It's not so special that, like, our oh, Burke Street Bakery does this so much better than other cafes. Okay. You reckon? I mean, I don't, I'm not a, a, ca a cafe enthusiast by any means. No, you don't have to be. This is just a, a croissant. I would say that this one is quite underwhelming, actually. It's a bit mm. undercooked, I would say. Oh, okay. Um, Have you tried the Woolies croissant? Or you just fed me the expired ones? I just fed you the expired ones. I'm eating the, the expensive one. <laughs> um, I mean, this the Burke Street one, the other thing is it's quite an expensive place, right? This croissant was like five bucks. Hmm. Whereas I How bought much a, was the Woolies one? I bought a whole box for like a dollar or something. <laughs> so <laughs> well, it, was, about, it yeah. was discounted, that's why. And the reason why you're, you're saying it's um, in the middle, it's all dense, yeah. is because they didn't put enough butter. So the butter is what gives it the layer. Um, so if there's not enough, then it just becomes dense and sort of doughy. How do you know so much about this? Everyone, mm. who doesn't love a good croissant? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting. I think the... Well, let me finish following first. Yeah. A very professional episode today. Podcasting while we're eating here. No one would want to hear this part. Huh? No one would want to hear us like, chewing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is like the most painful, like... <laughs> thing to listen to yeah. um i would say that um let's just say if i had both just in front of me i would give the worst one a seven like if they'll cook properly as well yeah i'll give that one a seven i'll give this one an eight. Oh god <laughs> yeah because honestly both I, clearly both i enjoy eating yeah i, I can't figure it like on one hand you, you seem to have very high standards on the other hand so for example anything that you look at you'd be like oh that's really good did you buy that from like you know walmart <laughs> <laughs> Um, at the same time, you, you know, you try this Woolies uh, expired croissant and you're like, yeah, that's pretty good. This is an uh -huh. 8 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you told me, if you, if you didn't reveal that it wasn't, I probably would have believed yeah. you. Yeah. I can't tell the quality. It tasted fine to me. Like, honestly, I'll eat, I'll eat yeah. that. Okay, no, no, you can, you can have it. Yeah, you know. I, 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 do, I do like it, honestly. So I think describing it for our listeners, that would not... If you get a croissant that looks like this uh, at a cafe, you should probably leave that cafe. <laughs> this is like the, the most pasty looking croissants, <laughs> the smallest croissant you can imagine. <laughs> so we're talking about, you know, four, four croissants for like a dollar discounted expired croissant at the the Woolies uh, discount aisle. I can't tell. I literally can't tell. Yeah. I mean, they but just... But Berkeley Bakery is, is like to me, just like any other cafe. Right. I could go to any cafe and get... Okay. Clearly. Or like Woolworths. <laughs> just go to Woolworths. Just go to Woolworths. <laughs> and get four for one. Just go to Four for one dollar. Tell Joanne that it's from Burke Street. Yeah. Say, tell Joanne, 
Honey, I tried both of them, and I can't tell a difference. This is just as good. <laughs> and it was only a quarter of the price. Okay. She has much uh, more refined taste than I do. Okay. So for our listeners, Kane will be taking a brief break, going to the good old US of A for some R&R. And um, also, I'll do some, uh, I'll do some reporting. Do a call, like call in or something. Yeah, yeah. We have to work that out. Yeah. Skype or whatever. So, wh- what yeah, are the what are the spots you're going? You're hitting going New York, to, we're hitting, Yep, New York, uh, New Orleans, Orlando to go to some theme parks, Washington, um, maybe do like a little drive up to Philly, and then flying back to New York to yeah, that's it. Can you do me a favor yeah. and blast our uh, intro song <laughs> around the Wizards say, Arena? <laughs> is it close? What's that? Is, is is there is is there arena like in the city? Actually, I'm not sure. Okay, so let's wrap it up. How do you wrap it up? Next time you hear from me, it will be uh, from the U.S. From the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, like still with all your stuff. <laughs> No, this is an emergency call. Help me. (laughs) You have received a collect call from... Uh Dave, it's me! (laughs) (laughs) I played our intro song and they took all my stuff. (laughs) The Wizards fans probably giving you a high five after playing that. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so next time we'll probably hear you from, from the U.S. then. Yeah, let's do it. That's it. See ya! See ya. Stop your messing around Better think of your future Time you straighten right out Creating problems in town You don't have the bullies bread anymore? You're gone <laughs> You're addicted to it Give me to me <laughs> Okay, here we go. Oh, one left? Do you want it, Chef? No, no, yeah, I don't want this. <laughs> oh, actually, I've got something else. Oh, can, what is it? You can taste this is legit. Legit? Yeah. Oh. And you're going to give this to me. What's that? <laughs> this is... Um, uh, pear Danish? Yeah, pear Danish. Let's try this. Okay. Sorry, listeners, we're going to have to continue eating. And again, a bit. it's a bit bready inside. It is more flaky. The outside is flaky. And it's crispy. But nothing like, like, you know, worth lining up for. Yeah. It's good though. Tweet us at your FPFP.